You're tuned into Around the League, episode three, covering, I believe, the fourth week of the Undiscovered League action. We got a great one in for you today. A couple of great matchups between a couple of great teams in the Undiscovered League. I'm excited to get into it. Uh, I've been having a great time covering the league so far. If you're looking for a way to find information to the Undiscovered League, check out the link in my bio and all the information is there for you. And a link to their Uscreen page where you can sign up and you can watch these games along with me as I cover them for all of you. So let's get straight into it. We have two great matchups with the Louisville Yellow versus the Prospects and we have the Veterans versus the Phenoms. And let's get into the Louisville Yellow versus the Prospects. First game of the week in the Undiscovered League. A little bit of the pregame before the game starts. Thoughts to be thinking about while you're watching the game. Um, the way I usually do this is I go over each quarter one by one. And that's what I'm going to do today. If there's any suggestions to change in the format of the show, I will hear them. So just message me and let me know if you're a listener of the show. But anyways, the pregame. The prospects have been struggling to find their identity on offense, in my opinion. With Davalos, he's been orchestrating the offense, and Darius Tebron says Kyrie Farid also working in there as well. Looking to see them find their identity and establish a style of basketball that they like to play with in this game today uh, against the Louisville Yellow, who have been right there in both of the last two losses. They've suffered to the undiscovered team and the veterans. Been a super close game in both situations, and this game is a game that they got to win. Playing tough in those two games, but just barely enough. I expect to see high level of motivation and a high-paced game played by the Louisville Yellow squad here today. So let's start off in this first quarter. The Yellow would come out firing with a huge three to start the game off, and the prospects would respond. The battle of the bigs was apparent in this game. You saw Rick Curry going against Abanasic, a.k.a. Biggie, seven-footer, is, is a battle that is one that is close to watch. And they were going at it down low early in this game, and they would continue that throughout the rest of this game. In this first quarter, we saw fast-paced basketball, as expected from the Louisville Yellow, getting back on transition and working hard on the boards and making their opponents work hard in transition defense. It's kind of been the key to their game plan so far this season. Davalos looked like a man on a mission in this first quarter as he looked to keep pace with this fiery yellow game plan, which was working in this first quarter. Two fouls on Biggie early. You cannot have that happen. Uh, things got a little chippy there between the two bigs down low, and Biggie had two fouls in one sequence, which is not something that you want to do with your tallest player on the team in the first quarter. The prospects are coming out, and they're looking good with, with Tebron working the boards and Fareed Sashdavalos ball handling, but the Louisville yellow up-paced gameplay is just making it extremely hard for the prospects to continue their own pace on the offensive end of the floor. The yellow headed to the line on five straight possessions to close the game. This was going to be a problem for the prospects in this game, and it started to 
show its ugly head early on in this game. Five straight possessions. Luis Villello go to the line to shoot free throws. The first quarter would end with the score being 20-11. Luis Villello had the lead. The prospects started getting to the line themselves early in the second quarter, though, as we move on to the second quarter. Tebron was working on defense, as he has been all season. I'm noticing Biggie start to take this game over a little bit in the rebound category. He's starting to work hard. He's starting to get those boards and, and use his height to help this Louisville Yellow continue domination in this game. And after coming up literally an inch short last week, Winchester is a man on the mission of his own in this first half. Fouls have become an issue for the prospects, like I said, and it continued into this quarter. It did not slow down in the second quarter. And now, on top of the fouls, turnovers are becoming its own problem for the already trailing prospects. We see some nice moves from McCann, though, on the prospects. Maybe he can provide the spark that the prospects desperately need to get back in this game. As the quarter progressed, the turnovers just started piling and piling and piling on the prospects. You can't expect to win a game when you turn the ball over this much, especially in the beginning of the game. Late into the third, late into the second quarter, and the prospects have still only put up 13 points. As you see, the turnovers really started to pile on as far as their point total. The Louisville Yellow are full court press, 100% full speed for the entire first half, and head into the locker room with a solid 41-18 to lead. The prospects are going to need to fuel a comeback like they did against the veterans a couple weeks ago if they want a chance in this game. Moving into quarter three, coming out of halftime, the shooting is just off, it seems, for the prospects. And you go cold sometimes. It's been a cold night for their shooters. Preston Ragsdale of the Louisville Yellow is finding his own shot in the third quarter. We saw him struggle a little bit earlier on in the game, but he's found his spot as he hit back-to-back threes in this quarter. And the seven-foot-tall Biggie Abinosic taking over with Rick Curry out of the game for a little bit here in this third quarter, getting some more rebounds, getting a few blocks, and getting involved in this game. Jesse Williams had a highlight dunk of his own midway through this quarter. Welcome to the Mike on the Mike TikTok page, Jesse Williams. <laughs> Turnovers and fouls continue to be a gigantic issue for the prospects, and I've been saying it a couple times already. That was kind of the story of this game and why this game got so out of hand so quickly. The rally we saw the prospects go on in the fourth quarter a few weeks ago, though, I am not taking my eyes off the screen. I am not taking my focus off of the potential for the prospects to work their way back into this game because they have done it. And when you actually are watching the game, these guys look like they are similar teams similar level teams it's just the turnovers and, and the fouls are killing the prospects the third quarter would end with the Louisville Yellow having a 57 to 36 lead in this fourth quarter the prospects actually started that run that I was looking to see them start and man <laughs> I was getting a little nervous. Not really nervous because it's not that I have a fanship for either team. I'm starting to become a fan of individual players, but I'm not on a team quite yet. I'm leaning towards the Undiscovered team so far, but that's kind of bandwagony just because they've been dominating the league so far, and they, they aren't playing this week. They get a bye week this week. But as I was saying, the prospects, they came out with a fiery start to this fourth quarter, and we started to see maybe they were going to start a run. McCann fueled the run and getting the score to within 10 points. Remember, they ended the third quarter down by 21 points. Now it's within 10. 
And I'm just thinking in my head, no way the prospects get back in this game like they did against the veterans a couple weeks ago. But sure enough, they're crawling the way back in. And the Louisville Yellow, uh, they noticed this. You could see a switch get flipped with about 2.30 left in the game. 10-point game. You saw that switch go back on, and they went back to full speed, and they coasted the rest of this one out and would end up getting the W. The final score would be 69-48. to Louisville Yellow would prosper over the prospects. You see what I did there with the prosper over the prospects thing? I, would, I expect props for that. That was a pretty good one that I came up with when I was writing the notes for this show. But anyways, Mike's post-game report, the prospects. Fouls and turnovers obviously really hurt these guys and hurt the team in this game. When you watch the game, they kept up with their opponents when you actually just watched basketball. If you didn't know the score, you would think it's a pretty evenly matched battle between these two teams. But the errors, the mental errors, the fouls and the turnovers cost them dearly and made this kind of a blowout for the Louisville yellow over the the prospects i'm excited to see them improve as the season progresses and it's a lot of just getting that team chemistry together and playing more games together for the louisville yellow it just feels like the lid was on an overfilled bottle for too long with these guys man losing close games back to back they exploded this week especially on defense this this beat this beastly offense especially size wise is getting better and better with each game they play so the Louisville Yellow looking to be contenders as the season moves on some players of the game for the prospects we have Abraham Devalos from the TBL league he scored 20 points and for the Louisville Yellow we had Jesse Williams who's from the Louisville Leopards TBL team he had 14 points 14 rebounds a hard-working game for Jesse Williams once again welcome to my TikTok <laughs> then we had Chase Winchester uh, the guard from the University of Nebraska he had his own 13.7 assists, and we had Avanasi Biggie, a.k.a. known as Biggie, 7-foot uh, center from the CYM Academy Prep School. He had 6 points, but 11 rebounds and 3 blocks. Very underrated game for Biggie, and he started to take over this game in that third quarter and kept the lead for the Louisville Yellow. The next game we had up was the Veterans versus the Phenoms, and we knew this was going to be a good one. A little bit of pregame notes that I wrote down here. The veterans, they have been one of the top teams in the league, most efficient teams in the league from what I've seen. Playing last week without former NBA player Moses Sandufu and still pulled out a very close win uh, without him. So excited to see what they do with him returning to the court in this game. For the Phenoms, the Phenoms are trying to find their footing in the league still. I've noticed that. they Upsetting the veterans would be a tall task but would be a great start to getting on track in the undiscovered league for the phenoms so here we go first quarter and my first exposure to a young man named preston shun who hit three straight threes to open the game out another note that i wanted to note is that biggie the center would be playing in this one as well uh trying to increase his exposure to the nba scouts that are watching these games the seven footer gets ready to take the leap to the next level in basketball one day and hopefully soon. But anyways, back to the game. The veterans would waste little time in this game, no matter who was on the court with them, as they would go on a 13-1 run to open the game up. Very impressive. Kyle Nelson making hustle plays as usual early in this one. The prospects would narrow in with a little bit of tenacious defensive play, start a little mini run of their own, 
but Moses and Dufu would demonstrate why he is one of the most ice cold shooters in this league with a three at the end of the quarter to extend the lead to 28 to 18 veterans lead. That three was a big deal because having that 10 point lead versus having a seven point lead going into the next quarter, the real big confidence boost for the veterans. Keith Frazier started to take over early in this quarter for the Phenoms. This man is a beast and possibly the star of the Phenoms team and the star that the Phenoms need to get back in this game. And despite the Phenoms' efforts, the Vets extended their lead with their own sharpshooting. The Phenoms are trying to climb back into this. They're taking contested threes. It just isn't working. You need to play one play at a time, get their game going, and work their way back into it. Even if it is one bucket at a time. You got to work your way back into the game. You cannot expect to go out down and hit four threes in a row. And what actually happened was they attempted four threes in a row and missed four threes in a row, made this lead even bigger for the veterans squad. The story of the second quarter is the threes of the veterans that were raining from plots, Chun, and company. Sandufu even went back to the three-point line and hit a bank shot to close the half out. This guy is so good. He seems like he is their go-to when the quarter is running out and they need that final three of the quarter. And it adds up when you do it two or three times a game. That's six to nine more points added on to your point total. That could be the difference between winning and losing, as we've seen in the last couple of weeks for the veterans. This game will be a little bit different, though. It wouldn't be as close as those other games. It's 61-37. to 37. The Vets had a lead by 24 at halftime. Heading into the third quarter, the Phenoms continue to fight the Veterans, but would, but would fall to the Veterans and their lead throughout this quarter. And you could just feel that energy that they had been playing with despite the being down by 25 points or more. That energy was sucked out of the phenoms the life was sucked out of the phenoms and he saw that dragging out into this third quarter a lot of walking around a lot of a slow play clock running offense from both sides of the ball uh struggling phenoms to get back in this game and it almost seemed like they just gave in uh, and said the veterans got this one the lead is too big we're gonna we're gonna lick our wounds and get ready for the next week this quarter would end with the veterans being up even more Heading into the fourth quarter, we saw a little bit of life early in that fourth quarter, but the fourth quarter was really just watching the clock run down. Each team would hit some threes back and forth, back and forth, but this one was over in the third quarter, y'all. The final would be 103-74, to straight dominance from this veterans squad. I expected the Phenoms to stay in this and improve a little bit from last week's games, but the veterans just came out on fire. From the get-go, raining threes on this team, actually hitting triple digits in the score category. I just want to let you guys know the clock runs in this league. Even when they're inbounding the ball, shooting free throws, everything, the clock typically runs. So to hit 103 points on a running clock is absolutely ridiculous by this team, and it shows how lethal this veteran's offense is. Talking about as far as the post-game report for the Phenoms. They can't quit on getting back in the game, man. I know you're down big in the third quarter, but they could have clawed back in one possession at a time, as we saw the prospects do a couple weeks ago with the veterans. The Phenoms have some amazing individual talents. They just have to get it together and find their way as a team 
find that chemistry and get it going because they have as much talent as anyone in this league. For the veterans, finally put opponent away. That's good to see for the veterans, a team that I think is one of the better teams in this league. The veterans win this one convincingly versus how their last few victories went in the last couple weeks. Getting Chun and Sandufu back out there paid dividends as far as their offensive efficiency. That paired with the threes onslaught from Plotts and the hard work down low from Nelson, the veterans are a force to be reckoned with in this league, and the veterans almost have it all. You have that hard worker down low in Nelson. You have that three-point lethal shooter, that corner specialist in Plotts. You have the guys that control the game in Chun and Sandufu. You have the guy that can help out with defense in Quinn. This team has it all. And I would be very afraid of the veterans going into the playoffs in this league and, and moving on into the future games of this league. Them and Undiscovered team are looking like the two most dominant teams in the league. Let's take a peek at the players of the games for both teams. For the veterans, we saw Moses Sandufu, no surprise here. He's from the NBA G League. He put up his own 11 points, 13 assists, 8 rebounds, all-around point guard game, almost had the triple-double. Kyle Nelson from the Czech Republic, a guy I've talked about a lot. I'm a big fan of his so far since I've been watching the league. 33 points, 15 rebounds. Now, i got to tell you, I knew that this guy was working hard. I knew this guy was grinding in this game, but I was not paying attention to how much he actually put up. A lot of these points were on offensive rebounds and putbacks or defensive rebounds and putbacks. This guy was balling out in this game. 15 rebounds, 33 points. Amazing for Kyle Nelson. As he almost is pushing for an MVP award, possibly. Andy Plotz from the University of Wisconsin for the veterans. Put up his own 26 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Not too shab shabby, Andy. <laughs> he was raining the threes in this one as he does in every game. For the Phenoms, you have Keith Frazier, former McDonald's All-American uh, from SMU. 27 points, 3 rebounds. Great game from him as he's trying to fuel this team and try and find this team's identity as the potential leader of this team. And, of course, Biggie. Back on the stat sheet again for the players of the games. He had 13 rebounds, 5 points, and a block in this one. So that's the two games this week. Uh, two good fought games. Two blowouts, to be fair. But uh, these games were great games to watch. Exciting basketball to watch regardless of the scores. Some highlight plays, some highlight dunks, corner threes, and all of the above included in this week's slate of undiscovered league action. So let's take a look at the league standings before we go. Looking at it, we have the undiscovered team undefeated at 4-0 at the top of the standings. In second, we have the veterans who are 4-1, and that one loss was to the undiscovered team in week one of the undiscovered league action. Go figure, the undiscovered team owns the undiscovered league so far. The veterans are working so hard, though. This is going to be a great game when these two match up again sometime down in the future. The Louisville Yellow are now at 2-3 and three at third in the standings. They have almost upset the veterans. They have almost upset the undiscovered team. And they just put the hurt on the prospects who are in fourth right behind them. But that means the, Yellow, the, the Louisville Yellow are working their way into the conversation for the best teams in this league. The prospects still trying to find their way. They're at 1-3 and three at fourth. We got the Phenoms at 0-2, a relatively new team to the league with the Louisville Black, who I have not had any exposure to yet, at 5th at 0-2.
Great slate of games today. I had a ton of fun listening. If you guys want to check out the games for yourself, if you're just listening to the podcast, you haven't checked out the games yet, head over to the link in my bio on my Instagram page. Go over to at Mike on the Mike Pod. The link is in my bio to their U screen. CYM U screen page. You could probably find it by searching on U screen as well. And watch these games along with me every week. We will be covering these games for the entirety of the season of the Undiscovered League. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to do it. And I'm excited to do it with all of you (laughs) at home. What a great week in the league. And that is what is going on around the league.